Hello and welcome to episode 157 of Travel Stories from the Back Again in God podcast. Yes, we're still recording this in the beautiful home office of Chateau Relaxo, Florida. And tonight it's time for that December crazy travel roundup. Thanks for listening. Hello, if you're a new listener, welcome. If you are a returning listener, welcome back. And let's start this episode with some numbers, 309, 240, 123, and 92. And no, this isn't some sort of a brain teaser that I came across on Facebook. It's the number of flights canceled by Delta, United, JetBlue, and American Airlines on Christmas Day. Almost 800 flights from four carriers canceled just on Christmas Day. Imagine being out of town with plans on enjoying the holidays only to find yourself online trying to rebook flights along with everyone else that decided to fly over the holidays. Fast forward a few days by mid-afternoon Tuesday, December 28th, another 1,000 flights have been canceled. And on Saturday, New Year's Day, 2,400 flights have been scrapped. So yes, there is a reason road warriors avoid the airports from December 22nd till right around January 2nd, January 3rd. Look, road warriors understand the variables, the volume of passengers that time of year, most of which are not accustomed to the ebb and the flow of the airport. Mix in the unpredictable weather this year, a bit on the warm side, throw in a pandemic with a side order of a new third world variant and there are just too many chances for something to go sideways. If I had to travel this time of year, I would have a backup plan to get home that did not involve an airplane. And as expected, the travel craziness increased this past month. And for the monthly crazy travel roundup, I monitor probably five or six websites daily that are based on travel, such as Live and Let's Fly or The Points Guy. And side note, most of those big or heavily trafficked travel blog sites are subsidized by credit card companies. So keep that in mind if you follow any of their credit card recommendations. I also follow sites like Boing Boing, TMZ. I mean, who doesn't follow TMZ? And of course, the local Florida news outlets. And then from those sources, if I see something of interest, it gets bookmarked and then revisited during show prep for the episode. This month alone, I had over 90 posts bookmarked for crazy travel. And even with some of them being duplicates, that's conservatively two and a half crazy travel stories each and every day during the month of December. Safe to say we won't be hitting all 90, but hopefully only the craziest of crazy. And so for the first story for this month, we have to get in our Wayback Machine and go to May 23rd, 2021. This was really the beginning of the vaxxers versus the anti-maskers. And on May 23rd, Viviana Quinezo was on a Southwest flight from Sacktown, Sacramento to San Diego. As the plane was making its final descent, a flight attendant asked Quinezo to put her face mask on properly, fasten her seatbelt and put her tray table back. Three simple requests. Quinezo responded by punching the flight attendant in the face, which resulted in three chipped teeth, resulting in two of those teeth later being replaced by crowns, a bruised and swollen left eye, 
a cut under left eye requiring three stitches and a bruise in the shape of fingers on her right forearm. Late December, Quinezo pleaded guilty to a felony charge of interfering with a flight crew and admitted punching the attendant in the face with her closed fist and grabbing her hair. And typically, if you didn't know, doing anything on a plane that results in an arrest also results in federal charges. And typically those federal charges make me think five to 10 years behind bar if found guilty. But in this case, the prosecutors will recommend a sentence of, get this, four months in a federal prison, six months in home confinement. That's it. Four months behind bars, six months quarantined at home like we've all been doing the past 20 months. Well, how about letting the flight attendant take a closed fist shot at Quinezo's face and follow that up with a quick hair pull? From Boing Boing and the Department of Not Everything That's Crazy Happens in Florida, I give you, and this is a long headline, gentleman in clown mask plowed a limousine through Vegas airport gates to steal a jet to fly into Area 51 to meet the extraterrestrials. So the clown man believes in the theory that there are extraterrestrials being held at a secretive military base inside Area 51. If it's secretive, I have no idea how he was going to find it. But after crashing the gate, the clown man stopped near a parked jet and allegedly told the Atlantic aviation employees, I have an effing bomb. I'm going to blow this place up. And of course, the cops arrived, detained the clown man, after which he told them that he also had a gasoline device and a shotgun in his car. A quick search of the clown man's car revealed that there was a device similar to an oxygen tank in what appeared to be a fire extinguisher with heavy gauge wiring wrapped around it and a wooden platform, which looked similar to a possible explosive device. Now, there are a couple of things that pop up immediately. First, surprisingly, there's no mention of alcohol. Second, this guy seems stable, right? So why didn't he just book a flight on Janet Airlines? And if you didn't know, there is an airline, Janet Airlines, that's operated by the United States Department of Air Force, and it's nothing more than an employee shuttle to shuttle employees from back and forth between Vegas and Area 51. And then I thought about all my trips to Vegas, and if I recalled, Area 51 really wasn't all that far away, so why didn't he just drive it? He had a limo, got on the Google Maps put in the directions very simply from McCarran Airport to Area 51. And this was the result. Sorry, we could not calculate driving directions from McCarran Airport to Area 51. I tried a few more starting points in and around Las Vegas. Same result. Sorry, we could not calculate driving directions from wherever I put in as my uh, originating point to Area 51. So in hindsight, I think the clown man may have been onto something. We're not going to spend a lot of time on this next one other than the notoriety or the name of the person involved. Dennis Rodman recently flew from LA to Fort Lauderdale, thank you Florida, on JetBlue. Rodman refused to keep the federally required mask on his face. So as a welcome to Florida gift, Rodman was greeted by the deputies from the Broward County Sheriff Department. They spoke to Rodman upon landing. Rodman was cooperative, and in the end, they cut him loose, letting him leave on his own without citing any for anything. So here's what's surprising to me about this, and it's not what you think. 
Was I surprised that Dennis Rodman was involved? Not really. Was I surprised that the incident involved a mask? Hmm, not really on that either. And was I surprised that Florida was involved? Absolutely not. What is surprising is that Dennis Rodman flies JetBlue Airlines. Of all the airlines out there, with all the money that Rodman has or had, Rodman chooses to fly JetBlue. In all my years of travel, I might have missed one, possibly two flights, and more than likely it was due to weather or some kind of an airplane or airline mechanical issue, not on a rogue hangover or me just deciding to be lazy and sleep in. Well, late December, a woman now dubbed Spirit Airline Karen missed her flight. Not sure why, but she missed it. And from the details, she didn't miss it by all that much. So what did Spirit Airline Karen decide to do? Did she yell at the gate agent? Not really. Did she bitch tweet her frustration to the internet? Didn't do that either. And did she head to a bar and drown her sorrows? Nope, but she probably should have done that one. Nope, Spirit Airline Karen got herself arrested. And how did she manage to do that? Well, she decided to run after her plane. That's right, Spirit Airline Karen opened the door in the gate area went down the stairs onto the tarmac where she was greeted and arrested by the authorities. And I'm not sure the last time that Spirit Airline Karen flew, but gone are the days of staircases from the tarmac up to the service door on the airplane. So I'd love to know how she thought she was ever going to get inside the actual plane. But what Karen did get was a nice set of handcuffs accompanied by the people in the gate area applauding her arrest. It's not often we talk about selflessness during the crazy travel roundup. It just typically doesn't fit. But this next story gives us just that. Traveler tests positive for COVID mid-flight quarantines in airplane bathroom for five hours. Marissa Fotillo, a school teacher from Michigan, was flying to Iceland when she began feeling unwell, went to the bathroom, took a rapid COVID test, and yep, she popped positive for COVID. So Fotillo stayed in the bathroom for the remainder of the five-hour flight. And it's been years since I've been in the bathroom or the lavatory of a plane. I don't think they've changed much. If I recall, they're not very comfortable, not very big. But Fatia went on to say that there were 150 people on her flight and the biggest fear was giving COVID to them. And what makes this even more selfless is the fact that one of the flight attendants provided food and drinks and consistently checked in on her. Once in Iceland, Fotillo was forced to quarantine, but the flight attendant sent her flowers and a little Christmas tree with lights on so she could have at least a glimmer of holiday joy. So yes, there is hope in the world. Spend much time hanging around me, and at some point you'll hear me utter something along the lines of, there's a kink for everyone, and there is. If you're into Crisco and jumper cables, more than likely you're not alone, and there's probably a subreddit for your kink. And I find weird and kinky stuff on the internet all the time. It's rare that much surprises me. I just hope that someone erases my search history if I happen to meet a very untimely demise. But these next few snippets concentrate on just a few of those kinks. So the month of December opened up with this headline where woman reportedly breastfed her cat on a flight to Atlanta, not Florida. Get it, but to Atlanta. And don't forget, of course, there was an accompanying TikTok video the travel blogosphere exploded over this, and the comments were pure gold. You mad bro, 
posted, I know the cat lady. This was just a misunderstanding. It wasn't a cat. It was her baby. It was just so ugly that the only way TSA would let it through was if she kept it in a cage and the father's no prize either. God is fake posted. Just be thankful it was not the cat breastfeeding the woman. When I first saw this, my first thought was the scene from Meet the Fockers, Ben Stiller playing Greg Fokker, Robert De Niro playing his soon-to-be father-in-law, Jack Burns, they were in the kitchen, and Greg Fokker said, oh, you can milk just about anything with nipples, to which Jack Burns replied, I have nipples, Greg, could you milk me? And then right after that, my BS detector went off, and as usual, the BS detector was spot on as it turned out to be a parody video created by the Facebook page, The Gooch. The Gooch accomplished its mission as it took almost two weeks before most of the travel blogosphere realized that this was indeed a fake or a parody. As we all know by now, masks have to be worn when you are on a plane. It is what? Federally mandated. And my legal knowledge is based loosely on the internet and some conversations that have taken place in hotel bars but I don't believe that the mandate specifies a specific mask type, just that the mask cover your nose and mouth. So what does that mean? It means that someone will eventually test the definition of what mask really is. And who better to test that definition than a Florida man? I give you Florida man pulled from flight for wearing woman's underwear in lieu of a mask. Adam Jenny of Cape Coral, Florida is angry because he was pulled off a United Airlines flight for wearing women's underwear on his face instead of a mask as the airline requires. And apparently other passengers walked off the plane in solidarity. This I don't really understand, but now this isn't Jenny's first underwear rodeo either as he told Fox 4 News that he was previously booted off a Delta flight for the same thing. Jenny went on to say, there's nothing more absurd than having to wear a mask until I get to a cruising altitude so that I can order a Tito's by the double and snack on pretzels. And illustrating this absurdity by wearing a woman's underwear on my face sounded like it was a perfect way to do it. Jenny went on to add that he feels that he was in the right. I, for one, appreciate Jenny's mask choice, a red sheer thong. And once the mask mandate is lifted, Jenny will have a nice gift for the lady in his life. You often hear me talk about the Southwest Companion Pass. I did it last episode. Well, this next story gives you a new definition of the word companion. Man leads woman onto Southwest flight on a leash. And nope, that wasn't the opening line to a joke. This really happened, be it staged or not, it happened. Not a lot of detail on it. And the reason, there wasn't any incident. No one appeared to say anything, and both passengers were wearing masks. So like I said earlier, there's a kink for everyone. And to sum it up, not my circus, not my monkeys. And there you have it. The December Crazy Travel Roundup. The next episode will be my 2022 travel predictions. If you want detailed show notes, links, and pictures, Head over to podpage.com slash travel hyphen stories. Leave me a message at Anchor. Shoot me an email, travelfrick at gmail.com. As I always say, travel safe, stay safe, and thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.